I literally listened to demos that I was doing in GarageBand of when I got my first kiss. And you actually heard the sound of you in love. It yes. was recorded. Yeah, that's so How cool. How cool is that? For a long time, I actually thought that was going to be the name of my album. I have questions because I was just so deep in the hurting. This is iHeartRadio's Label Defiers with Zico Coconut Water, where we rip off labels to reveal the sides of your favorite artists and celebrities you didn't know. We get to know the real them, which is way more surprising and interesting than who they are secretly dating. Label Defiers was created with our friends at Zico Coconut Water, who encourage you to read the label to see what's inside. Zico. What's inside is everything. I'm Elvis Duran, and welcome to a new episode of iHeartRadio's Label Defiers with Zico Coconut Water. This week, the amazing Camila Cabello is with us. Incredible artist, good friend, but you go far beyond that. And that's what Label Defiers is about. It's about, I love your, that. It's about your passions. Mm-hmm. Like what, do you, what drives you to do what you do? Mm. And you can actually learn about yourself and teach people how to look at their own labels and defy their own labels. I love that. I love this. Let's do it. I love it. Let's tell everyone where you are in your life and then we got to figure out how the passions got you to where you are. Okay. Of course, uh, Camila's new album is coming out in September. It's called The Hurting, The Healing, The Loving. Yeah. So obviously, the title of your album alone tells us something that's been going on in your life. Mm -hmm. Talk about it. Well, I feel like basically how this album came about, I've always used songwriting as just a therapeutic thing for me. And I've always just written about what was going on in my life and how it started was, um, I don't, you, the song I have questions. Um, and I had written that a while ago and for a long time, I actually thought that was going to be the name of my album was I have questions because I was just so deep in the hurting. And I thought the whole album was going to be about me just being confused and trying to get answers from a situation And a time in my life that was just like really toxic and was just confusing for me. But I felt like throughout the writing process, everything just started to get better. Like I had been struggling with some anxiety and I had been, it was just hard to be, you know, sometimes it's just hard to be human. Yeah. No, no, it's not easy. You know? (laughs) It doesn't come with an instruction booklet. Yeah. You got to figure it out on your own. Yeah. And for a long time, I felt like I was just like on a treadmill and it was going really fast and I just had to run and just keep up with it. You know what I mean? Right. Throughout the writing process, like I felt like my songs were just trying to tell me something about myself. Um, And I felt like that pain was just coming out of me naturally because I couldn't keep it in anymore. And I felt like everything that I was feeling was just transferred into the music. Like I didn't have to carry that weight just inside myself anymore. Thank God you had that outlet, you know, obviously, you know, it it doesn't take a genius to figure out uh, Camila Cabello's passion music, you know, without music as your outlet to write those songs, to be able to examine your own life without that passion in your life, you could still have a lot of this stuff bottled up. You Mm -hmm. know, My vehicle is music because I feel like, even more than just an outlet, it's a way of me taking pain and something negative and turning it into something beautiful. But sometimes I feel like my biggest passion is just love. Like I love connecting with people, you know, and I feel like an outlet for me could also be just talking with my mom, talking with you right now, talking with a friend, meeting a boy. Like for me, that is what makes me feel alive. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and that's what I like to write about. And I feel like music just takes it one step further because it's an outlet, but it's also a way of me 
looking back on what I want, like I'm going to look back on questions and on this album and be like, wow, that's, that's what I, that's what I was, that's what was going through my head at 18, 19 years old. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I've always thought that was really cool because I literally listened to demos that I was doing in GarageBand of literally when I got my first kiss and I was just like, could you hear the passion in that? Yeah. You and I was like, like oh in God. love and you actually heard the sound of you in love. It yes. was recorded. Yeah. That's so How cool. cool is that? That's so cool. Not really knowing about what you were singing about when you sang about it. Now you know what it was all about. And I feel like it sounds strange, but even before my heartbreak, even in my melodies, I felt like sounded lighter than what my heart, my most recent heartbreak was, which means that I feel like I'm feeling stuff more deeply. And I'll tell you what else is a learning phase you can go through is understanding that, you know, you hate going through life when people put labels on you. Mm -hmm. They, they put you in a box and think you are this, you are that. What's more dangerous than that is when you put labels on yourself. Absolutely. Self-examination is something that's the most difficult thing for people to do. But, but it's the they, most exciting. And you figure it out and you see what, what benefits you get from it. Mm -hmm. You know? Because I feel like also the enemy of creativity and the enemy of growing is just staying in the same place. And self-examination, there's no, there's no feeling like you can always just go further into yourself you know what i mean it's kind of frightening in a way exciting exciting frightening yeah and it also always changes right you know like my interests have changed so much i mean i feel like my personality at the core has been the same but definitely i've changed a lot i like i feel like i change super quickly because i feel like i'm i'm constantly exposed to new challenges and new things right that test me you know what i mean Oh, of course I do. And I feel like, don't you feel the same way well, too? Well, no, absolutely. And it never, it never, never changes. I'm, I'm so much older than you, but I'm still going through that. And I tell this story all the time on our radio show. My dad, who passed away close to 90, at 89, he told me, you never stop learning. He mm -hmm. said, you never stop growing. And at 89 years old, he said, you're always scared. You'll be scared and mm. excited for the rest of your life. If it's, you're not, that's wrong. It's something you're never over. Camila, what have you recently learned about yourself? in your self-examination, do you ever stop there and go, wait, you know what? This is something kind of cool I like about me that maybe you didn't know a year ago. I realized that I really get a lot of joy in making people feel good, if that makes sense. Talk about it. Like, a lot of the times I feel like, you know, when I come here that people are like, oh my God, like, she's so nice, whatever, whatever. And, you know, a lot of the times when, when people talk about being nice, they talk about, like, the benefits are that you have a good reputation and that, you know, you know, you're so nice to people. That's why people want you to win, whatever, whatever. And I feel like I never think about that stuff because I just realized that for me, whether it's like fans or whatever, I really like, I like making people feel good. Like I like complimenting people. Like I like giving people advice. Like I like that look in their eyes when they're like, oh, this person cares about me or like thinks, you know, is making me feel important. Like I, I just, I just enjoy that. Well, it goes back to what you said earlier. You love interacting with people. Yeah. And I think that is the ultimate interaction is when you both walk away from a conversation with each other, feeling pretty good about what you just talked about. And I guess in music, another another parallel would be collaborating with other artists. Mm -hmm. I mean, Camila, you've collaborated and will continue to collaborate with some of the biggest in the business. And I'm sure it's impossible to say which are your favorites because they're all superstars. But think about those collaborations versus the songs you do by yourself in a dark studio, which are important as well. Yeah. I mean, you get that energy when you work with other people, which yeah. is, you love people. Yeah. Well, I actually think both are equally fun, but they're very different because actually, like my way of writing in a studio is I like to be away from every, like I've actually 
talking about self-examination, whatever, and, and learning about stuff in the creative process. I've learned a lot through this album too. And I realized that before how I would write songs would be, I would be like, I would have my garage band and I would loop a verse or I would loop a chorus and mm -hmm. I would just write like physically write until I got certain parts down. What I learned through this album process was basically, you know how rappers like freestyle yeah, and they get on the mic and they just kind of spit stuff. And they make it look so easy. I basically did that with my melodies this time around. And so I would do like eight passes of a song and I would, I feel like I would have to be in the booth away from people because when I'm doing that stuff, I kind of do just weird stuff with my hands or I do weird stuff with my face. And I realized that because I'm actually a really introverted person by nature mm -hmm. that I don't like being like next to people when I'm, I have to like go into the booth and do it and be away from people. So actually... I love connecting with people, but in the studio, I actually prefer to be like in my own world because I feel like that's how I can be the most vulnerable. You know, Isn't that a difficult thing to, to make people understand is if you're such an outgoing, bubbly, wonderful, smart, genuine person when you're around people, then you say, well, I'm labeling myself an introvert. Mm -hmm. People don't understand that. I mean, it's so not black and white. Like, it's not. Because, the, best, the best explanation I ever heard for introverts versus extroverts were extroverts you actually have your battery recharged when you're with other people if you're an introvert you actually charge your battery when you're by yourself but and I, then you can go be with other people i also feel like there's a there's there's different kinds of interaction though for example for me going to a party and just talking to 50 like just like random people and being like, hi how are you and the small talk that drains me it mm -hmm. not even not only drains me it just makes me nervous i can't explain it so i feel like that's where kind of the introverted part comes from but i love like one-to-one -one conversations i love connecting with people that i know like it's a real conversation if that right. makes sense no it does make sense and i'll tell you why because that recharges me you love interacting with a soul with a real person yeah just the hey how's the weather that's not a conversation no and so you're really just kind of cruising by someone not really knowing who that is and you're like well what, what was that yeah but if you sit down and have a meaningful meaningful conversation with someone you actually learn something about them and you learn something about yourself mm -hmm. there's something that it, it's it's not a wasted moment and so wasted moments must bother you a lot yeah, I feel like it's all about how you feel in a conversation. Like, if I feel like I can be completely myself, if I right. feel like I can cry at any point or laugh or say something dumb or whatever, then I feel safe. I feel like it's all about just feeling safe and, and like you right. can be yourself. Does that make sense? Well, you, Whereas, well, you, well, you can't feel safe with someone you just you talk just about met. the weather no, with. Yeah, right? exactly. So if you're in a room, crowded room, and you go, hi, 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 how are you? How are you? Great. You've received nothing. There is no energy there. Exactly. Your energy is from actually digging in and getting to know someone. Exactly. I love that. So I don't even know if I'm an introvert or extrovert. I think we need a break. So we came up with a little game from our friends at Zico called the What's Inside Game, where we actually shoot rapid fire questions at the guest and get to know all sorts of things about them. Let's play. The last thing you ate. Tacos. Okay. Carnitas. Your favorite person to follow on social media. Anyone you follow that they just make you laugh? Yeah. Um, they entertain you? Yeah, the fat Jewish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. Good. That's actually my favorite part about the internet is the funny stuff. Right. That is the important stuff of the internet. Funny is the most important. You need you need, a you need laughter. Yeah, absolutely. What is your spirit animal? A hummingbird. 
Why is that? My grandma always calls me a hummingbird because my personality is very like that. I'm like... You just like zoom? Yeah. Zoom left, zoom right? Yes. Uh, do you have a morning ritual that you have to hit every day? What is a morning thing you've got to do? I really don't. I'm not a morning person. You hate waking up, Oh, you? my God. Today was difficult. I think I know the answer to this, but I may be surprised. Who is your go-to person if you need advice immediately? My mom. Yeah, of course. Now, think about this. It's okay to crow about yourself. What are you most proud of? That I know that I'm a good friend. I know I'm a good person. There you go. How many people know the real you? Mm, that's a difficult question because I feel like there's only so much that people can know about me in my public life. Right. You know what I mean? I really make it a point, though, to be myself. Right. Do you know you? That's a weird question to answer. Do you think you know you? I think so. I think I change all the time, but I feel like... At least right now, I know me. Right. I don't know it's an who I'm going to be in. But yeah, exactly. Every once in a while, you'll wake up and go, I just don't know me. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> why, I did. But why I did I say that to that person? But I feel like I don't always. Like, I'm not always confident. I have moments where I crumble. Right. You know what I mean? We and are, then I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, We are biggest mysteries, aren't we? If you have to fill out your tax forms, they ask you, what is your occupation? You have your accountant write down what? What is your occupation? I put artists. Artists. You know, someone at the I hate IRS putting is, just singer. Singer? I just feel like, I don't know. They're going to be like, yeah, singer. Who is this girl? <laughs> singer. Yeah. yeah. It is true. Because if they don't know who you are or what you're singing, you're like a singer. Look and at I, this one. We got a singer. There's so many things that I want to do in life that are even beyond music. Right. I would love to write movies one day. So you're an artist. I just want to do as many things as possible in one lifetime. And they all have to be Creatively. About, they all have to be about love. Yeah. If you had to label yourself. You can give it words, whatever. Like, Give me two or three words that label who you think you are today on this journey. Okay, can you do one and then I do the next one? Yeah. Okay, go. You first. Okay, words about me on my journey. Yeah. Where I am now. Anxious about the future, which is more than one word. But I'm anxious to move on to see what's next. Mm, I'm... You do another one. You do another one. I'm still thinking. This is not fair. Do another one. Blessed. Very blessed. Okay. I'm anxious makes me anxious to be away from home and see my sister grow up and me not be there. You so miss I, her. Yeah, I miss her a lot. And just in general, I try to keep a balance of working and also living. My biggest fear is looking back and being like, I didn't experience enough. Wow. So you got to experience it all. Yeah. So let me throw some words at you. You tell me if they apply to you. Okay. Brave. Yeah. See, how come it took me saying it to you? How come you couldn't look at me and say, I'm brave? everything you've been through recently, yeah. going out on your own, doing your own thing, it takes guts. Well, well, you started off with something vulnerable, so I wanted to start off with something vulnerable, too. Okay. Okay, now you do a positive no, no, no. one about yourself. Brave. Okay, cool. And blessed. Okay. Um, Don't cheat on my test. Okay. I'm going to say kind. And that you are. Thanks. And it's good to recognize you are, because a lot of people can't look in the mirror and go, you know what? You're okay. You're nice to people. And I just feel like that's the most important thing. Well, I find that to be very true about you. Thanks. I want to say one about you. Really? Okay, say one about me. Okay. I was ending this, but now I'm going to go on because I want to I'm going to say real because I feel like you're the same on and off this mic. You're the same person. You care just as much about people is what makes you so special. That's the ultimate compliment. For real. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Label Defiers is the name of this podcast. Thanks to our friends at Zico Coconut Water, which I've been swigging on pineapple flavor. Love coconut water. I love it. Zico's fantastic. Where'd you get all this from? Your mom, your dad? What are you walking around with on board that you got from your parents? From my mom. She obviously wants me to be happy. She loves that I'm doing what I love. 
but she always says it. If at any point I got out of line or if I treated somebody bad or if whatever, she's like, Dejalo pa las greñas y te llevo pa Miami. Like, by the hair. She would pull me back to Miami. Right. She really just knows what's real and important in life. That's actually one of the reasons that I haven't moved out of Miami is because I just like to live as normal a life as possible. And sometimes being in the industry, everything can get so competitive and it can be so about being number one and this and that, that you can get lost in that. And that's really my biggest fear. Like, I want to live a life full of love and family and friends and experiences. She just always reminds me what's important. My parents have been through so much in their lives, you know, well, and I feel Cuba, like right? my mom is Cuban. My dad is Mexican. And right. um, basically my mom and I, when I was six years old, we made the trip from Cuba to Mexico to then Miami. And she had no money and she didn't speak the language. And Do you remember any of that? I mean, you were so young. I feel like I have photographic flashbacks, if that makes sense. Like, I wrote this essay about immigration and about my story, and it was the first paragraph. I just talk about all of the different visuals that I see. I remember I was on a train. I remember I had a Winnie the Pooh journal. I remember I had a backpack. I remember my mom carrying me over her shoulder, her going to the gas station and speaking in like broken English to get milk. She didn't really know how to really speak the language. Do you remember having the feeling that maybe your mom was struggling? I honestly don't. You don't know. I don't think that I knew. Because they say that kids know that. I, they sense that there was something wrong. Oh, they can't my, put their my, finger on my it. My mom did tell me that when we went into this immigration office where they tell you if you're going to pass ahead to the U.S. or not, that I was just super quiet. I was just standing in the corner mm -hmm. with my little doll. And I do feel like kids know because they're so pure of heart that you can perceive all of the energy that's going right. on around the room. Better than adults. Better than adults, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so she did tell me that, but I'm a Pisces, so I feel like I always have my head in the clouds. My parents also did a really good job. We were going through financial problems, and they never stressed me out about that stuff. It was always, we'll take care of everything. You just focus on school. Focus on your education. I'm assuming also there was a lot of love in the house. Yeah, my dad came over like a year and a half later and I had a Disney calendar and I would mark, I had X's. Wow. Until the day that he came back. It's funny because as I'm getting older, I actually learn more about the story every day. Little pieces are revealed to me. I just came from Miami yesterday and my dad was like, I remember when I came back for a week, you were like super shy and you couldn't talk to me or whatever. And then a week after, then I got back to normal. I hadn't seen him for like a year and a half. My parents weren't apart or anything. It was just because you couldn't get back to the States. It took a while. But look at you now. Did you ever in a million years think after traveling those roads that you would end up where you are today? No, absolutely not. I never even sang for my family. This was never a vision you no, had? No, absolutely the, not. Goal? No, because in Miami, it's not like LA or New York where you're surrounded a little bit more, I feel like, by the industry. Like Miami is so isolated, especially my mom started working in Marshalls mm -hmm. and then my parents were in construction. Like I had no connection. It's not like I had money to like pay for a flight to LA to go to a meeting. You know what I mean? I didn't have that opportunity. I actually think those shows are really great, like X Factor and The Voice and... America's Got Talent is because they really give normal people a shot. It's a difficult road, but at least they give you a shot. In my mind, I was just going to be a doctor and I was just going to get good grades in school because my mom always told me, you have to get a scholarship because we don't have money for college, so you have to study really hard. So that was always what I had in mind. But music was always my way of just like breaking down the barriers and connecting with people. It's always been like that. Right. You feel more confident with music. Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like that's just my heart. Right. It's almost impossible to explain, but you can if you try. What is it about music that just is your everything? You could be a poet. You could just write things. You could be a scriptwriter. You could just sit there yeah. and scream these thoughts. I feel like there's just something about 
emotion. There are some things in life that you can't explain. It's not tangible. It's like, it's a feeling. It's an energy. It's, ah, words are failing me right now. I just. Well, the thing is, I guess this is the example. And you know, I'm not going to ask you to do this, but if you could actually write a song and sing what music was about, then you could tell us. Like there's something about, for example, okay. So for example, chord progressions, it's scientifically proven. You can just hear a series of chord progressions and they make you feel a certain way. Exactly. A chord progression could make you feel dark and brooding. One could make you feel hopeful. If you have like a lot of minor chords, it can make you feel nostalgic. And I feel like that's the thing about music. And who knows why chord progressions make you feel like that? Who freaking knows? Right. But then add words to them. Yeah. And, so and, a, it, and a melody. I feel like I've discovered that a lot in my writing process is that especially when I go and I like freestyle melodies, I have this like desperation in my voice sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I can't explain. I think it's just because I'm just a really emotional person. It just gives me the chance to be open and vulnerable and weird and uninhibited. Music is like your launch pad. And your words are the rocket. I mean, without the music, your words don't always express what you music really want to express. Music is the magic. Look how it's saving your life, basically. I yeah. mean, go out on a limb and think, if the name of your album is The Hurting, The Healing, The Loving, obviously you had some dark days in there. Absolutely. Music is what keeps you going. Absolutely. It's your passion. What other passions do you have? I love poetry. Bur- Speaking of poetry, poetry, talk about it. I love poetry. That's actually what I do in my spare time. I have Pinterest and I just look up poetry. I love love. So I'm reading Love and Time of Color. It's like a classic romantic by Gabriel Garcia Marquez, who is this um, Spanish author. Very familiar with him. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so I'm reading that right now. One of the most incredible, deep writers. Writing is so, so... Pablo Neruda, too. Brilliant. And you're like, God, I feel so stupid when I read how he writes because yeah. it's so magical. And he I paints actually, pictures with words and it's I actually incredible. think a lot of where I get that passion for love is because growing up in my house, they always played Latin music and right. Latin boleros and... The lyrics to those songs are really like poetry. There's this artist, his name is Alejandro Sanz. And if you wrote his lyrics down, it's literally the most beautiful poetry. And I just love words. And I love the ability of combining them to describe a feeling that's sublime. Um, So I love poetry. I love romantic comedies. I love books. I love love Disney. Are you passionate about Disney? I love Disney. What is it about Disney that you find so fascinating? I just always want to be a kid. That's actually my biggest fear is growing up. I never want to grow up. We have a rule at Disney World. No foul language allowed. You cannot use foul language. Because Mickey may hear you. I remember as a grown man, we went to Disney. And when Mickey came out to Main Street, USA, whatever, I started crying. I'm a grown man. I'm like, oh, it's it's Mickey. Because Disney or like anything you're passionate about in life, it hits that nerve that that you can't control. It makes you feel good. Those are the things in life we need to know more about. Can you cook? Hell no. You burn water? Because I know your mom and your grandmother. Yeah. Those are the cooks in the family. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't cook. But what can you sit down and eat and you close your eyes and you taste something and it makes you go, oh, God, this is... Well, I just came from Miami a few hours ago, so I'm going to say platanitos, fried yeah. plantains. They, yeah. You have really good Cuban spots here. In New York? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah. But Miami's got it covered. Yeah. Finally, what is the best advice you ever received? Okay, I'm not going to say that the best because I feel like that's a difficult question. Okay. But, Some really great advice. But that something you- that I say to myself before I do promo or before I do like interviews is I actually saw this on Oprah But she says that everybody that she's interviewed from like Beyonce to murderers, like everybody at the end of an interview always asks her, did I do okay? And she basically says that no matter who it is, everybody has this desire to connect, you know? 
Yeah. And I always say that to myself because I feel like I used to get really nervous before interviews for some reason. I just got super nervous. And I feel like that's what I just keep reminding myself is that everybody just wants to be seen. Everybody just wants to be heard. Like everybody in this room wants to feel... A connection. Yeah, exactly. What I love about moments like this is we get to kind of lift the hood and see how the engine's humming. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. Thank you for being part of the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Buy her album, please. Support our Camila Cabello. The journey's just beginning. Keep an eye on her. Yay. And thank you for listening. Uh, Label to Fires. Thank you, Zico. Zico. If you like what you've heard, join the conversation on Twitter with hashtag Label Thanks to our friends at Zico Coconut Water for supporting this amazing new fun podcast. If you haven't tried Zico yet, grab one today. Audiation.